0: It's here now, and it's spreading, and it's going to increase. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. But there's good news. If you're vaccinated you have your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death, period. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened. I'm Josh, back with Pastor Rob. Oh man, it's good to be here. <laughs> yeah, so it was it was really awesome to get some really good news there from the, <laughs> the, the Pino. Hey, um, I mean, it, if you get the boost,
1: if you get vaccinated, get the booster, we guarantee you're not going to die. Totally, totally safe
0: and protected. <laughs> <laughs> you're safe and protected yeah. from getting the virus, and you're safe and protected from death. Correct, but if you are unvaccinated out there, A winter of severe illness and death upon you and your families. I mean, it's like he's cursing everybody. Right. Well, I rebuke that curse in Jesus' (laughs) name. We're going to have a
1: healthy winter and uh, (laughs) everyone who's unvaccinated will stand on freedom and uh, live a life that they
0: desire. Oh man, the communism is coming hard and fast. I was just going to say, don't you think it's interesting how we went a full year of COVID without vaccines? And now a year of COVID with vaccines, and amazingly, the human population's still here. We're still here, and yeah. it seems like nothing has changed. Yeah. So this whole winter of severe illness and death—I'm not really sure that's going to happen. No. It yeah. Doesn't jive with what's uh, what we. What seen. the numbers are? Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. It's uh, that it's number is ninety-nine point well, eight. By the way, guys. Ninety-nine point eight yeah. percent. So get ready for spring. You're going to be here. <laughs> it's just
1: amazing every single day more communism coming out of the mouths of our leadership mm. in this country just makes me so frustrated you know we're the we're we're a free people or at least we've convinced ourselves that the constitution still matters um it seems to in the courts at least for now um but man i tell you what it is uh it is getting nasty and uh and for him to declare that stuff yeah that's just it's complete nonsense and uh, we just have to stick together and speak the truth.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what we're trying to do here. And that's I what You guys are doing listening. That's why you guys are, you know, joining the insiders, which why don't you throw out the phone number real quick. Yeah. While we're on if, it. if you want to
1: become an insider and we just sent out some stuff to our insiders, a uh, message to them. And so if you want to sign up to be an insider, it's uh, text, a G a, the three letters, a G a to 330-619-4497. That's 330-619-4497. We'd love to have you be a part of our insiders and get some messages from us and some other great things as we enter 2022. But man, I tell you, it is crazy that this stuff has accelerated so quickly. You know, we look at two years from 14 days to 15 days to stop the curve, you know, flatten the curve, to now um, all of this communistic... Nonsense being shoved on the American people. And my question is like, when will common sense, uh, when will personal freedom be a talking point other than on some of the most conservative shows like us? Um, When, when will people begin to uh, speak out about it? That's my question because really, you're hearing some, but not a lot. And if this is going to change, um, we've got to see people writing their newspapers and calling their congressmen and doing all the things that we need to do for activity uh, to actually have our
0: voice be heard. Yeah. Um, as far as people speaking out, well, that's that, that's still coming. That needs to happen. But I think you are seeing the, the shift of where where people kind of stand on everything because just look at the polling numbers oh yeah i mean the the guy who got the most votes in u.s history is now the least popular you know president in the history, in of history. Our country. and that happened in 11 months or 10 <laughs> months so people don't like communism exactly and that means people are seeing that it's communism yes. you know they're not yes. just saying oh well i feel like i don't like him anymore no 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 they see what's happening and that's where the polling numbers come in and you look at like the cnn ratings yeah, you know these mainstream media outlets. Yeah. I mean, the ratings have plummeted. I, they might not be around for next couple of years. They, I don't know. I, yeah, man, that that is a a good observation.
1: I don't know if they will be, but if they don't start speaking truth pretty quickly, yeah, their their, a credibility is just shot because everyone knows that. It, like like we talked about a few episodes ago, there's a knower inside of everyone, and you know when you're being lied to, mm-hmm. and that recording is a complete lie let's take it on its surface that we know that you can't you're not just going to declare death over people that haven't got the vaccine but let's take the other side of it you know that by getting the vaccine and the booster you're not 100 percent protected from getting it and you're not 100 percent protected from death and yet that's what they say thinking and trying to convince people that they need to go get the shot and i believe that sometime this week uh, if I heard correctly, sometime this week, he's going to come out and try and do new restrictions and blah, blah, blah. But if you've got the vaccine, it doesn't matter. It just doesn't make sense. I watch football and I like football. I don't know all the ins and outs about what's going on right now. You know more than I do, but like games are being postponed. Half of the teams aren't going to play this week. Like all this stuff is happening. And. It's all because we've labeled people and now, in fact, I I read this morning that they're actually changing the testing policy because some of these NFL teams, well, they're not going to make any money if they don't play and if they don't get into the playoffs because they've tested positive, even though they're asymptomatic and no one else around them has it, but they tested positive so you can't play. So now because of that and because of all the craziness going on with it, now we got to change our policy.
0: To make to make it so that we can make money and sell more commercials yeah. on Monday night, correct. And ninety five percent of the NFL players are vaccinated. Okay, so what's the big deal if they're asymptomatic, or if they're symptomatic for that matter? I mean, did I thought the he just according said, to what he said, you are protected from illness and death. So what do they care? Right, go out and play. Yeah. So what was interesting is last week, so obviously we're Cleveland Browns fans. So mm-hmm. what was happening is throughout the week, it was more guys, more guys, more guys are going on the list. And as the game, which was a day early for us, we were supposed to play on Saturday. And the closer it got through the week is like the Browns aren't going to have half their roster available for this game. So there's going to be practice squad guys. They, they're they on a quarterback that they just had to sign off of the practice squad um, and they're in the thick of the playoff race. Right. Playing against a team that is also right there in the playoff race with them. And uh, so, you know, fans are getting frustrated. The team's getting frustrated. And as it got closer and closer Saturday, the NFL still hadn't done anything as far as yeah. like, moving the game. And um, I think it was, it was Baker Mayfield came out on Twitter and, you know, he's not known for being a quiet guy. No, if, definitely if, not. He's not afraid to tell people what he thinks. and. His comment was something along the lines of if the NFL truly was concerned about player safety and health in this situation, which is what we've all been told, right? That's what we hear. He said they would postpone this game, right? Because all these guys have COVID. Like, don't put anybody out there on the field together if you're really worried about it because it could increase this outbreak. And then he said something along the lines of, but that doesn't fit in with their money making agenda. You go. There you go. Yeah.
1: So now they're going to change your testing policy right. because they got to make money. Yeah. That's, that's interesting because if it really was as in the hospital, if it really was about patient safety, things would be different. Yeah. It'd be really different. Yeah. So, so my, my thing is all the 23 players, mm-hmm. 22 players, something like that on the Brown squad test positive and they've all been vaccinated So like you said, what is the issue? If you've been vaccinated, you're
0: protected. So why aren't we just moving on? Well, and then where does contact tracing come into play in all this? Like they they were so concerned about, are you a close contact? Right. Or, you know, contact tracing. Like, have you been around anybody who's, they ask you that all the time, pretty much anywhere you go. Right. So you know that these guys are all in the building, in the locker room together. They're on the field together. They're in classrooms like. So you got the practice five. squad is practicing against exactly. the first so string. You got five guys in your, you know, position group that just went on the COVID list, you are a co- close contact. Right. But no, now you get to play on Monday night right. because they got to make money. Exactly. Exactly. So <laughs> the NFL gets to change their COVID policies whenever what they had in place no longer suits them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's
1: that's very 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 interesting. I think that that's a great point to to bring to the forefront that when <laughs> When the policy that you've created doesn't match your income potential, that you can change your policy. And that's exactly what the federal government's doing.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, sports right now is the perfect example of whenever they come out, anybody comes out and tells you, get vaccinated, it'll protect you. BS, look what's happening to sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not true. It's a blatant lie. I mean, this is a massive outbreak amongst players, 95% vaccinated. Right. It's not like they're half or 60 or something. It's 95. It's pretty much all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it's, a, I mean, it's not just like two or three guys here and there got it. Three games, six teams had to be relocated to different nights. They're playing two games on Tuesday night. I know two on Monday,
1: two on Tuesday. It's,
0: it's yeah. radical. It, 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 it's, it's a big breakout. Yeah. And, outbreak.
1: And so, yeah. So, so you got this big outbreak among the vaccinated players and I'm, I'm sure that they're going to say that they were in touch with some unvaccinated dude somewhere, you know, that the janitor guy must've had it and he was unvaccinated, whatever, but it shouldn't matter because they're vaccinated, they're protected. But the thing, the thing that's wild to me and I come back to it is when their policy came into play and they said, Whoa, we're not going to be able to play four games this week, three or four games. Um, And it's going to cost us millions and millions and millions of dollars. Now they're actually inviting non-vaccinated players back to the rosters because they need to be able to play to make the money. To me, that is complete
0: nonsense. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going to dive into the Kyrie Irving situation in the NBA, which is very interesting. So you said you hadn't heard. I haven't heard the Kyrie situation. Okay. So I haven't followed it like all that closely just because I've kind of done away with NBA with all of their racism crap that they're. They've been pushing the last few years. Like oh, yeah, I got tired yeah. of that. But Kyrie Irving came out this year before the season and said, "I'm I'm not getting vaccinated." And he plays for the Brooklyn Nets. When we know in New York, if Ooh. you're not vaccinated, you yeah. cannot be inside a public building. Right. So the team said, "Well, you know, if you don't get vaccinated, you can't practice or play in the home games because you can't come in the building." And he said, "Fine, I don't. That okay?" And they said, "Well, if you can't be here for the home games." We're, we're going to suspend you for the away games too. Like you, until you get vaccinated, you can't play in any games. Okay. And he said, okay. And they were like, I, I can't remember how it ended up, but they were trying to tell him like, well, this is voluntary. You know how they do that. This is yeah. voluntary. So you're forfeiting pay. Like you won't yeah. be getting paid. And he said, okay. Like he he did not care. Like that it wasn't did phasing not budge. him. He yeah. Did, yeah. He didn't budge. None of their threats worked. And so he hasn't played all year. So they had a COVID outbreak in the last week. And they lost a lot of guys to the COVID list, right? And so, it was so funny. I saw the news thing pop up on my app. Kyrie Irving welcomed back to team to play in away games. Oh. (laughs) Because now they need him. They need him. And it doesn't matter your vaccination status when we need you to make money. right? Well, then I guess it doesn't matter at all, does it? No. (laughs) No. So, he comes back. And I forget exactly how it happened, but it was like I don't even think he played a single game, and immediately he tested positive for COVID and went on the COVID list. So he's still not playing for him. Oh my word! But they they got to change their rule whenever it didn't work for them anymore. Yeah.
1: Well, the the government, the all these organizations are good at moving the goalpost uh, during the game. Yeah. Um, and and that's it's completely completely nonsense and stupid, but, and for all of you that don't like sports,
0: sorry, we went on the sports, uh, we went on the sports Avenue, but it's a great example. It's the most, um, what I want to say, the most obvious, the most in your face example right now. Like it's, you can't really turn on news without seeing like NFL games have been canceled. Like once they hit the sports segment, it's massive outbreak of COVID and NFL and NBA, NHL, NHL, only one player in the whole league is not vaccinated. So it's pretty much all vaccinated players. And they As had a break out. Yeah. So break, it's just, yeah. it's, it's the, it's just the clearest cut example right now of where they're lying to us when they say that you're protected. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it
1: becomes, it becomes this thing where everybody has to make up the mind for themselves on all of it, but you have to know that there just is so many lies floating around um, you know, does the vaccine actually work? Does it not work? Da da, da 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 And we even have other stuff that we've gone through, uh, that clips of things that people are saying it doesn't at all. I mean, that, that stuff, um, you make up your own mind, but, um, I, I guess I shouldn't say, but after that statement, but you make up your own mind, as long as you understand the consequences either way.
0: The thing is when the game is rigged against you for whatever decision you've made, That is the problem. Yeah. And I think it's important to remember too, like you can make up your mind and then you can go find new evidence or something new comes out and you can change your mind. Like that's okay. There are people that went out immediately and got their two shots because they were like, I want to protect myself. I want to, I have maybe an immunocompromised, you know, parent living with us. I don't want them to get sick. And that's great. I mean, at the time, that's what we were being told. If that's what you believed at the time, you thought was the right thing to do. Great. But maybe now you've got new information and you're like, I think I'm going to hold off on my booster. Right. Because I'm a little bit skeptical now, other things that have come out. But as you heard in the clip from the imposter in
1: chief, that was definitely saying you had to have all three or you're not going to be, have a great winner. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. You better have all three or you're not going to have a very good winner. Yeah. That's what he's
0: saying. I was reading through some stuff today and I forget where I saw it and I forget who said it. It was either Fauci or... I forget who it was, but they said that now uh, fully vaccinated in whatever context they were talking was two shots plus a booster. So
1: and, like, and, and I did read also that with the new variant,
0: that, uh, that the booster doesn't help with that at all. No. And from what <laughs> I've heard from like actual doctors and like right. people that are trying to tell the truth, it seems like Omicron is nothing to be afraid of. It should actually probably be welcomed into society. Right. Because it's, yeah, it's
1: mutated to a lesser strain, yes. right? It's
0: mutated to a point where like, first of all, we had a 99.8 survival rate anyway. Right. And if this thing is mutated to a much less severe illness and it's, you know, even less likely to kill somebody great, because that's how viruses, that's how it works in, in, in nature. Yeah. Like they're not trying to kill their host because then they die. Right. So when they mutate, they don't suddenly become more virulent or, you know oh, i'm gonna kill everybody now i just got worse like that's that's not how viruses right. mutate they right. mutate to be less deadly
1: and i think that they they want all of this hype and fear to just continue because they want to push their agenda we know that yeah but um but i think that they're also a little freaked out because somewhere along the line peep the the general populace is going to realize that we created it <laughs> We created this, we created the vaccines and when they were all done, then we released it and you can blame it on another country, but it, it was our people. And, and so that's why they have to create this fear. They have to create these restrictions because they don't want the average person to understand what is really going on. It is a manufactured virus. It's not something that came up over decades of animals had this virus and then, oh no, it crossed over into humans. No, it was created for humans as a weapon and we released it on the world and now they want us to freak out about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'll see if I can find the clip for one of our next episodes. The um, Chinese uh, virologist, she actually came from the Wuhan lab. I think she escaped China. Mm -hmm. yeah do you remember i i remember the clip i don't remember this this was a while back and i remember her coming out and saying like after she looked at the virus underneath whatever you know whatever microscope or doing whatever research she was doing she said this is there's it's not consistent with viruses found in nature of course not so and and like she was risking risking her life coming out and saying that yeah it was manufactured we know that Mm -hmm. by
1: by all the different episodes that we've done we know it was listen it we have to understand that, well, you said, I think in the last episode that they, they always create a solution that is just a little bit less bad than the problem. So yes. you accept the solution, right? Yeah. And so they created the problem and the solution. And now they're trying to perpetrate crime and fraud on all of us in the world, uh, whether you're vaccinated or not, they're lying. Cause what he just said was a complete and utter lie.
0: Yes. I mean, just as another example, real quick, I know we haven't talked a lot about this yet in any of these episodes, but we will, I'm sure, but like um, the the defund the police stuff. So Mm -hmm. they created this narrative that, you know, police were just killing, you know, black people left, right and center. And that was the problem. Then the solution was well, we're going to mass riots and looting and stuff in the streets. That also now lit. that's not as bad as innocent people being murdered by police. No, just right? billions so a, of dollars of buildings Exactly. And so it's a little bit less bad solution to a problem that they created. Yeah. You know, that people are like, well, I guess it's not as bad as that. So, okay, we'll tolerate cities being burned down. doesn't make any sense, but that's how it works. Yeah.
1: And that's, that's what they're doing every single day. And, uh, and then, and then, Set up the clip that you, you want to play here because I think it brings some very interesting... You can't deny your voice.
0: No. So, <laughs> this is a clip that is going around the web. I'm sure most people have probably seen it or heard this, um, but it's, it's being fact-checked and I want to talk about that and I want to talk about whether or not the fact-check actually matters. And I will ask you this question before I play it. And for anybody watching or listening, just here's the question. When do you think this clip was actually said? This
1: would not be the first time, if it happened, that a vaccine that looked good in initial safety actually made people worse. There was the history of the respiratory syncytial virus vaccine in children,
0: which paradoxically made the children worse. One of the HIV vaccines that we tested several years ago actually made individuals more likely to get infected when do you think dr fauci said that to mr mark zuckerberg i would have no clue but i know that they were working on what we what we're seeing now i'm sure at that point but um i don't know (laughs) okay so i think so here's what's happening is a lot of people are using this clip right now and sending around saying look what fauci said look what fauci said so this actually wasn't said like yesterday or last week this was said in march of 2020. So, the, all the fact checkers are coming out saying, Fauci didn't say that the vaccines aren't effective or they don't prevent COVID. You know, this was done back in March of 2020. So? What well, what changes in the statement? This, this was a statement about the vaccines that were being developed. Right. So, so who cares when he said it? He right. Said, he just said this. Wouldn't be the first time right. that they've released a vaccine that actually made people worse. Those, that's what he
1: said. But- But isn't it interesting that when people talk about the
0: vaccine making them worse, they're canceled? (laughs) Let's see. YouTube, you're not allowed to say that. Facebook, you're not allowed to say that. Twitter, you're not allowed to say that. Exactly. Google, I'm sure. Yeah. So this is just me personally, but as soon as like mainstream outlets like that are saying you can't say this and there's like four or five different outlets that are like, you can't say that. Immediately I go, must be some truth in it. Yeah. At least some, if not all. Yeah. Truth.
1: And so so they're saying they're saying you can't talk about the people that have been injured and whatever. But yet he said in there that you can be, and that <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time yeah. that a vaccine was created that did more damage yeah. than what it was supposed to.
0: Yeah. So that it, it blows my mind that as this clip's being shared, and I understand that a lot of people are taking it out of context and saying, well, look what Fauci said now. Okay, he didn't say it now. He said it a year ago or a year and a half ago before the vaccines came out. What's it matter when, though? It doesn't. What matters is what he said. Yes, and what matters that this is what I think. This guy, this guy's got some ego. Like he he thinks that he is above all. Because right there, he's like, "Oh yeah, we had an HIV vaccine that you know actually, oh, oh, made people worse." Uh, Thank you for giving us an example of of something that you that you've developed. Yep, he said we. Yeah. Yeah. So, Not someone. Yeah. We developed this yeah.
1: and it made people worse. And it actually made them more susceptible to contract HIV. Yeah. It's deep. Uh, it's deep and uh the swamp is definitely deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh and we know that many people that have gone there have known that. But mm. man, it it just it just highlights again and again and again the lies and the propaganda that is being spewed um and the which I'm sure, you know, listening to what he just said about uh or what what has been reported that he's gonna come out with this this week, I mean uh I think it's the the label issue we talked about. You know, what is different between Kyrie Irving and the player beside him? It's a label.
0: Yeah, because they, now they're both on the COVID list and can't play. Right. Yeah. It's it's a label. And
1: so they're they're actually They're segregating the country. They're segregating the world over a label, not over anything medically.
0: Yeah. As we've seen that there is no medical difference between whether or not you can, you know, catch or carry or pass on the virus, whether you're vaccinated or not. It is just a label. Right. Yeah. And we talked about
1: shutting down the world over a label Mm -hmm. because you won't comply. Right. Because you won't comply. Very, very, very interesting. And New York is going over the deep end. Uh, it looks to be that way. It's stated here, uh, January 5th. There's something significant about January 5th, 01052022, um, that obviously all the mandates were set for January 5th. Yep. Uh like everything is for YouTube, Virginia.
0: Facebook, and I'm guessing Twitter. They all those policies go into place on January, January 5th. And 5th.
1: And New York, the New York Senate and their assembly could vote on a bill that would grant permissions to remove and detain cases, contacts, carriers, and anyone suspected of presenting a significant threat to public health and remove them from
0: public life on an indefinite basis. Yes, the bill gives the governor of New York, uh, including but not limited to the commissioner and heads of local health departments, the right to remove and detain any individuals or groups think uh, people at church, maybe uh, of people through issuing a single order. The orders only have to include the individual's names or reasonably specific descriptions of the individuals or groups, and they can decide to hold a person or group of people in a medical facility or any other they deem appropriate. Yeah. So where are they going to put you in a hole? Right. (laughs) Mm yeah it's interesting uh, yeah any other they deem appropriate that leaves it open to whatever they want to do yeah and they don't even have to know your name they can just say six foot uh six foot five uh white dude it's kind of what we're seeing in australia right they just yes. they see people on a camera like oh that person was a close contact go get them take them to camp yeah go. Yeah. And they're doing it in New York. This is the state of New York. See, we, we
1: know the nonsense that's going on in New York city. That's completely diabolical, but this is the state of New York wanting to pass a law that would take away the basic liberties of all New Yorkers. Yeah. The basic liberty to exist. And you're right. Uh, it, it's gone. If this bill goes through, uh, obviously there'll be challenges and whatever, but how many people are going to pay the price before the challenge
0: Happens, Yeah. The vague language. I mean, it's, it's, you have to be deemed a public health risk. Like that. It doesn't say it has to be from COVID. I mean, they could come up with anything that they want to say is a public health risk and boom, all of a sudden you're in that category because they said so. Uh, It goes on to state that the bill will require an individual who has been exposed or infected by a contagious disease to complete an appropriate prescribed course of treatment, preventative medication or vaccination, essentially giving the government the right to detain anyone they want and forcibly vaccinate them. Yeah, or give them rindesivir and kill their kidneys. Right.
1: What, whatever. I mean, uh, this is literally taking away all rights of individuals. And yes. uh, and states, it's time to wake up. Like, they're, the, you've elected these officials. <laughs> <laughs> like, you've yeah. elected them to go and represent you in new york state and this is what they're doing to your freedom Mm -hmm. this is what they're voting for like let's take all the nonsense out of it there are people in washington there are people in your state capitol that are actively taking away your right to exist your right to exist they're taking it away right now um and if you're not going to stand now when are you going to stand? That's my question. If if you're not going to say, if, if you live in New York and you are not engaged in this battle for January 5th, if your representatives do not know where you stand, um, then you will get what you have been inactively observing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, thank the Lord we've got a, a senator in West Virginia that stopped the
0: Build Back Better thing. Yes. but. But that's coming right back in January. You know that. They're they're not done. They're just And they already they already came out and said that they're gonna take pieces and parts of it and put it into other stuff. So Oh,
1: I know, I know. It's, so so this is the thing. We are in charge of the government.
0: Mm-hmm. We, the
1: people. That's what I love about the the Constitution. <laughs> yeah. Like Absolutely. I, I love it. The first and they're and they're real big print. <laughs> yeah. They're in capital letters. They're real big. We, the people, uh, not those people, like, like not those people, like we, the people Mm -hmm. have elected you to go represent us. And if you don't represent us, then we pull you back and say, oh no,
0: you make a mistake. We're going to put somebody else in there. We're going to put
1: somebody in there that actually believes in the, in what we believe. Now, maybe there's a majority of New Yorkers who believe this and they want this. I just don't ever have to come and visit the state again. No, uh. (laughs) i mean seriously like like if you want this you can just be silent but for me i just don't have to go back in the state again the question that i have though is this is a deep one um how far um or how long will it take before the country stands up
0: to this or before every state caves to this well I think there might be a, th- a third thing that I've been hearing from different outlets is talking about the national divorce. I know we haven't, we didn't really plan on talking about any of that, but you know, it is interesting because I feel like the people, especially politically Democrats, Republicans in this country, it's so divided now. How, how do we continue down a path where all 50 States stay as the United States of America for the next hundred years? How do we continue down that path with how, how strong that division is?
1: Yeah. And do you know what is so crazy? The division even happens with people who voted, but didn't vote (laughs) (laughs) like, like votes that were fabricated. They're still divided. Um, How long will it take? I, I don't know if we can stay United States of America, but see, this is what Khrushchev said. We'll invade you from within. We're not going to attack you from without, we're going to invade you from within and all of these leaders who are propagating communist ideology in the state houses and in the in the government in Washington, um, this has been the plan all along. So my question is, when is when are the patriots of the United States of America going to say, "We've had enough of your nonsense"? Yeah. That's my question, and if we don't now. My concern is there won't be an election in fall of 2022. I really have that concern. They're not, they weren't concerned about the election in 2020. No, they were not concerned about the election in 2020. All the conservatives were out there, you know, 50,000 people on the tarmac uh, to see the candidate and they weren't worried. He was hiding in the basement. So all of that being said, they're not worried about 2022. I forget who a Republican came out and said, I've got nine things I'm going to, I'm going to investigate in the Biden campaign or in the Biden white house. As soon as we went in 2022, not one dissenting comment on, on his accusation before they left Washington, he said, I'm going to bring nine counts against the current government. They didn't comment on it whatsoever. Mm. You know why? They're not concerned about 2022 because either they've got that rigged too, or they'll just eliminate all voting altogether and say, we're not going to vote. I believe that they could create another crisis with another variant, or they could lock down all the people that haven't gotten the vaccine or all the people that are not fully vaccinated by the time November of 2022 comes around and say, you don't have the right to vote. That is
0: a, <laughs> is not a crazy possibility. Oh, I can just read it in the tea leaves
1: yeah. of what they're doing. Um, so I I'm telling you, We don't have, and whoever is listening, I don't know by now, but uh, I'm telling you, I believe with everything in me that that if we don't do something about this now, we may not have the ability to do anything later. And I sure don't want it to go further than that because the ability to stand up later, like we did in 1776, I, I don't like that option at all. And I don't want that to happen at all. But I believe that somewhere along the way, the voices on the voices for personal liberty have to come out and you cannot rely on uh you know uh, ted cruz or anybody like that you can't rely on them they've got one vote right you can't rely on them you have to inundate your representatives inundate your senators at the local level and at the at the national level to say if you if you even give an inkling on any of this uh, we'll we'll do whatever we can to remove you and to put somebody in that we believe. And maybe that's the next election cycle. Maybe that's impeaching or whatever. I don't, whatever, whatever realm you can do. I, I just believe that if we don't do it now, uh, we'll be talking about this in eight months and it won't be as fun of a
0: conversation. No, because I mean like this stuff in New York, if this gets passed and signed into law, right. You know, it's going to be a little bit harder to fight back against a, a law. Oh yeah. Then it is something that they're just talking about doing. So tell them now that exactly. you're not for this. Yeah. Because if you're not for it and you try to tell them after it gets passed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It <laughs> doesn't might, matter. You might be a, uh, uh, so, so in I'm
1: saying I don't have in New York. I mean, I got lots of friends in New York, but I don't have your representatives numbers on my speed dial. I got my own, but not yours. Um, if, if you haven't found that information, you need to, and you need to call them and you maybe need to go there and you need to actually voice your opinion and say, this is not okay. Right. Yeah. Time is now. Time is now New
0: York. Your time is now. Yep. So that's, a uh, another situation we'll be, you know, monitoring, keeping a look at and, um, I I mean, what do you think? It's it's about Christmas time, right? So I think we got to end on some sort of a happy note. Maybe, (laughs) maybe, maybe I tell you it's, it's, it's hard in this hour.
1: I mean, it's hard in this hour when you, when you look at everything going on. And I said this yesterday, um, when you look at everything going on, it's hard to be upbeat, but the coolest thing is, is that uh, we were talking about laws Mm -hmm. and, uh, and laws are laws. And, and that's, that's awesome. And, Jesus came to the earth because he had to execute a legal agreement that the father had made. And that just brings me so much excitement because, yeah. because you know what the father said, if you eat of that fruit, you'll die. So he said, I want to send someone so that you don't have to. And so I know you, you get the pastor in me. I'll, <laughs> I'll stand up and say, listen, Jesus is the answer to all this. Uh, there's no other answer as much as we like to talk about all the different things. Yes, you need to speak to your representative. Yes, you need to do all that, but give your heart to the Lord, have a relationship with Him, and you will see an amazing transformation in your life.
0: Well, and it's like you always say too, and I'm sure a lot of people watching or listening might say, well, we talked about this. How, what do, what can I do? How do I stand up? What do I say? Well, give your heart to the Lord and just ask him. He'll tell you what to do. He'll tell you what to say. Yeah. Pick up the phone and make a phone call to these people, and just pray before you do so. Yeah, don't you don't even anything planned. Yeah, and he'll tell you what to say when it comes time. You know, it, it's very interesting that many
1: people in this hour are are giving over their right to be controlled. Okay, let's just be honest. They're saying, "I really don't care. Do whatever you're going to do." Mm-hmm. Uh, they're giving over that right. I have found that the most effective way to do that is to give my rights over to the Lord and say, Jesus, I want you to be my master, my controller, the manipulator of my life, my chief decision maker. I want you to rule me because I do a pretty poor job of it myself. And so you need to do it for me. And whenever I give up my rights to him, he takes care of all the nonsense. Yeah, so, so, you know, we've all made mistakes. We've all been broken. We've all done things that I, in fact, I know we got to close, but there's this great conversation. I was at a table. I went with my dad, uh, to a place where he hangs out with guys and has coffee. And so I'm sitting there and this lady sits down, she's a waitress. And she's like, my dad's like, Oh yeah, this is my son. He's a pastor. And she's like, Oh. She looks around and she's like, oh, I thought the roof was going to cave in on me. And I'm like, why would you say that? Well, I've done all these bad things in my life and I'm not right. And I, and I said, you know what? I'm not judging you. The Lord isn't judging you. He died long before you for your sins. And all you have to do is say, I want to receive that. And I want you to control my life. And I don't want to make more poor decisions like she was talking about. And that's the that's the love of the Father. And so if there is a, a shining moment in the crazy darkness of this world in this season, it is that the Lord is good. And he loves us before we ever knew that he did anything for us or cared for us. He loves us. And if you have a question about that, you just comment, reach in. We want to talk to you. It's not about a religious deal. It's not about getting you to come to a church. Listen, you need to meet Jesus. You need to have a relationship with him. And all these things that we're talking about you got to consult him first and get his answer.
0: Yep. I like what you said about the waitress because just going through the Bible and stuff, I mean, everybody who thought that they were so righteous, you know, and everything, Jesus was like, yeah, not so much. And then he would hang out with all the people that thought they were doomed. Yeah, Cause that's who he is. Yeah. That's who he is. He, he loves us so much and he
1: wants to rule us in a way that doesn't take away our right to choose here this is this is big the lord doesn't command us and rule us and make us follow him you're right you're right, right. that's what the, the so there's always a counterfeit there's a counterfeit to righteousness there's a counterfeit to this and so you when you see communism and you see they're going to rule our lives they're going to tell us what to do they want to track our phones they want to track uh, whatever but then you but then you surrender to the lord and you say i give up God, I need you to take over my life. He doesn't say you must do this tomorrow. You must do this tomorrow. No, you still have free will. He says, listen, I know that if you make this choice, this is a conviction of the Holy Spirit. This is so cool. That 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 thing that you everybody has anyway, mm-hmm. then when you get born again, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to go do this thing that could very well injure me. And I have this, overwhelming sense that I shouldn't do it. And that there's probably something better. He doesn't force us. We can still make the choice to do that thing, but he doesn't force us. He, he loves us so much that he says, I want you to choose me. That's the most freedom we could ever have. And it comes through Jesus. And so we celebrate the birth of Jesus, but we, we, we have to have the birth of Jesus, the conception of Jesus to actually have the crucifixion of Jesus, which paid for our sins and gives us the freedom to say, I surrender. You've already paid. I'm not going to pay the price anymore in my body. I'm not going to be sick. I'm, I'm not going to be poor. I'm not, that's what he said, right? (laughs) You go, go tell the poor, the good news, the gospel, you know, what is the gospel to the poor? You're not poor anymore. You don't have to be poor. You don't have to live that way. And so he says, you don't have to live in this crazy world, worried about everything that's going to happen. Our job is to surrender to him, allow him to rule our lives. And then what we're doing in this show and on the AJ network is saying, listen, you have to be aware you have God. If you're born again, you have God as your guide, but you have to be aware of what's what's out there. And then you take everything that we bring up. You know, our goal isn't that you would, uh, that you would take what we say and you would say, um, I believe everything they're saying. That's not our goal. Our goal is to bring things to you that you then take to the Lord and you say, listen, Lord, I need your help. Jesus, I need
0: your help because I don't know what to do. And he has never failed ever. No, no. And I mean, just as a personal testimony, I, we had a conversation a few weeks back where I told you um, that I had anger, like just an, (laughs) an uncontrollable. Like I was like, I've never felt like this before that I was so angry about the mandates going on Mm -hmm. and and how like, this is just un, just ridiculous, you know, just uncalled for just such a blatant power grab. And and I was so angry and just through the conversation with you and just trying to understand it with God and, you know, through relationship with Jesus, how to come at it with joy rather than anger. Yeah. You don't have to be happy about it. No, that was, that was key for me is I don't have to like what's going on and I can still speak out against it, but I can do it from a position of joy rather than anger because anger is just going to lead to bad stuff. Yeah. But joy, knowing that I'm doing what God says to do the right thing, because it is that conviction. Like I know this is wrong. Right. Take it to God and talk about it. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, many people, many people are dealing with in this hour, this overwhelming fear. Um, fear of what's coming, fear, you know, oh no, they're not going to let us fly or whatever, you know, it's, it's all over the place. But Colossians 3.15 says something very interesting. It says, let the peace of God rule your heart out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so whatever you're speaking is what you've believed about yourself for a long time. I can't get into all that, but Colossians 3.15 says, let the peace of God rule. Now that rule uh, word means umpire. Now, I remember playing sports. You remember playing sports. The umpire calls strikes and balls, right? Yep. Uh, so, so we're supposed to let the Lord be the umpire, the peace be the umpire uh, through the Lord to give us the direction that we need to go. And so, if, if you're, if you're called to go this way, you're going to have peace. If you're a believer, you're going to have peace about it. And a peace that passes all understanding. I don't know why I'm peaceful about doing what I'm doing, but I'm at peace doing it. And so it must be the Lord. And And we walk out our lives like that. If you don't have peace, if you don't have peace, there is a, there is a person that is peace. You know, uh, yesterday I, I said, the Lord doesn't bring joy to you. The Lord doesn't bring peace to you. The Lord doesn't bring deliverance or healing to you. He is those things. He is peace. So if you need peace, you snuggle up with dad over here, you know, (laughs) father God. And you say, listen, I need peace to help me make a decision. Um, So anyway, I'll, I'll get off my box, but I believe, I do believe that the biggest need for perspective in our culture is a relationship with God. That's not a religious activity. That's not going to church and reading your Bible and blah, 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 blah. That's not that. It is to have a relationship relationship is two ways, not just me asking God for what I need today. It's, it's Lord, what do you want to say to me about this? What do you want to say to me about this? And so I just want to encourage you that if you have never, and you didn't give me permission to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you have have never said, Lord, I want you to just take over my life and rule me. Um, I want you to take every broken part of me and make it whole Uh, then do that today. And it's it's not some fancy prayer. Give over, it says, with your heart, man believes under righteousness and with the mouth he declares. And so you just say, Lord, I believe, I don't even know what I'm doing, but I believe. And if you do that, we want to know about it. Not because it's anything that we've done, but we want to encourage you and we want to bring some knowledge and understanding maybe of the scriptures or whatever to you. But if you've done that for the first time, or maybe you recommitted, you know, maybe you said that whenever you were 14 or 12 or nine or whatever. Uh, and then you said, now I'm 40 and I decided, Hey, I really need to do this. Cause I've sort of went, you know, that way. Um, uh, we want to know about it because this is the answer to everything. Um, and, uh, and then we also want you to just be loved on. And, uh, and that's what the kingdom's all about. And so anyway, uh, thanks for joining us. And, uh, and so if you didn't like sports while we ruined you in the beginning, if you don't like the gospel, then we ruined you at the end. So hopefully you're still with us. And if you are drop a comment, smack that subscribe button, uh, hit the bell on YouTube, do all that. Um, if you want to be an insider, you can text AGA to three, three, oh, Six one nine four four nine seven. That's aga to three three zero six one nine four four nine seven.
0: You'll get connected to us on the backside of everything. And hey, join the Facebook group, right? Yeah, yeah. The Facebook group is growing, which is cool. And you know, we're kind of being a little more selective. I would say, not that we're you know denying anybody, but I'm not. We're not going out and publicizing. Hey, everybody and their brother, join this group. Like, right. we just want people that uh, it's. it's it's a conscious decision. Like yeah. you are awakened. You want to be part of the awakened. You want to be in deeper conversations about what's really happening. Right. And you're going to answer the questions because
1: right. listen, if you're not willing to answer the questions, you can't be in the group and we need to know who's coming in and who isn't because we don't need
0: nonsense. Right. And that's one of the reasons why the first thing I, I put in there was please don't come in here and post memes. I'm in enough groups on yeah. Facebook where it's just a, it's just me, 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 meme, and I get it. They're funny. And a lot of them, it's like, well, that's a really good point. <laughs> But let's we have wanna, conversation. Let's have conversations. Let's, yeah. let's post videos and, you know, articles and stories and things that, that actually give us support and proof and evidence of the things that are going on.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, hey, thanks for being a part of the AGA family. Um, Check out AGA.network, the actual website, or you can download the app, America's Greatest Awakening, in any app store on your TV, all that stuff, smart TVs. But if you go there, we've got some really good partners and friends that that are talking on there. We've got Mm -hmm. The Well, uh, just an awesome church family that is connected to us. Uh, We've got The Dogs podcast. We've got Percy Garner and his uh, 99 miles per hour. We just have a ton of great content on the app. And, uh, and so you're welcome to go and explore all that is free. So you might as well take advantage of good content.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And like, <laughs> I mean, if anybody was kind of moved by the scripture discussion we just had, I mean, Doran Wangard for hope for today, he does a, I mean, it's short. It's yeah. a, it's a 15 to 20, 22 minute yeah. episode once a week that just breaks down little bits and pieces. And, you know, if you can carve out 20 minutes of your week to learn a little bit more about yeah. God and understand that relationship. Why, why wouldn't you? I mean, if yep. you if you want that, exactly. which I highly encourage it. Yeah. Because need that relationship. But so we
1: yeah. have a lot of great things for you and shows that we can't even talk about. Cause there's so many things going on on the AJ network, but find it, see it, engage with it and engage with us. And uh, we just want to say thank you for jumping on so quick and watching all this and engaging with what we're doing here at the awakened podcast And uh, I can't wait to see what 2022 is going to be like.
0: Yeah. So this might be our last show for 21. Not sure if we're doing anything between Christmas and New Year's, but we'll find out. If not, we'll see you guys in 22. We do it like Rob said, appreciate you, you know, tuning in and finding us and then staying connected and uh, hope you guys all have happy holidays. Very Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes. And when you're with your family, love them
1: and love on them. That's what it's about.